Hi, and welcome to the Fire Up at 55 Plus podcast, a show about how to put yourself first in your second act of life. I'm certified life and weight loss coach Lori Adams, here to empower you to let go of guilt, take charge of your health, then find and fulfill your dreams. It's never too late, so let's get started. Well, despite some cloudy memory issues at this stage of the age game, my family especially will tell you that I have unusual, great long-term recall. And for today's topic, I can say I have a couple clear memories. So when I ask, hey, when did this whole morning routine thing become a thing? My recollection is that it all started with the gratitude journal idea presented on the Oprah show years ago by Simple Abundance author Sarah Ban Brennick. See, huh? Good recall, even down to the pronunciation of this author's unusually spelled last name. And the practice of gratitude, then later, the trending of positive morning routines have proven to be truly beneficial. Like gratitude, there's an abundance of benefits to AM routines, often called miracle mornings, like the title of Hal Elrod's original book on the subject. We'll get to those benefits, but also a bit of the, oh no, not so beneficial parts, such as, spoiler alert, perfection, maybe it becoming a cottage industry. But first, you know by now that I love a good quote or two that bring more meaning to my podcast topics. For today, here's a couple. First, quote, I don't wake up for less than a miracle, unquote. That was wisely said by strong, sensational America singer and songwriter Katy Perry. My second quote comes from my often sarcastic but very savvy little brother. Here's where my strong recollection comes in again, and I share it here because, one, it clearly illustrates the different attitudes people have about starting their day, and two, it's just funny. Several years ago, one of my siblings, or more likely our dad, asked us, maybe in an AOL chat, long before text chains became, you know, an informal polling process. He was always quizzing us. Anyway, the question to each of us was, what is your first thought when you wake up in the morning? Little brother said, quote, I hope no one stole the newspaper, unquote. I don't think you really need to know him to get a laugh out of that. Thus, I present the lighter side of intentional mornings. Why? Because morning routines are a miraculous step into and foundation for the self-care we truly need to develop in order to step off of the back burner in life, to step away from a lackluster or even sad existence, and step into the life we want and one we will love to realize our potential and live into our true identity. But like anything else, we can take these routines too seriously, especially when we veer into mistaking them as something we need for self-improvement. You know I don't like that term. Self-development is where I'm going to go. And if the routine is so strict or prescribed that perfectionism creeps in, and then you know it's not long before you can become a pro at procrastinating, In other words, having a high-demand, jam-packed morning practice, 
such that it truly does become a drag of a routine and one we begin to think we should be doing but don't really want to, so we don't. Well, hey, just in case you didn't notice, that's a lot like all or nothing diet mentality. Fortunately, through coaching that focuses on the unique you, a remarkable morning or even evening or anytime practice. Okay, we'll still call it a routine since that's going to be the most familiar. But a miracle remarkable practice can be a real grounding for better days. Here's a top five list of likely benefits, especially curated, researched for us old as gold folks. Number one, such a routine promotes a sense of structure and purpose. Having a routine helps us stay on track with goals and priorities for the day. Benefit number two, it helps improve mood and lessen stress. Starting the day with a routine that includes positive habits, such as meditation, gentle exercise, or listening to relaxing music, can help reduce stress levels and improve mood. Proven. Number three, a routine like this encourages better sleep patterns. Maintaining a consistent morning routine can help regulate sleep-wake cycles, which can result in better quality of sleep. Number four, it enhances cognitive function. Engaging in activities that stimulate the mind, such as reading, crossword puzzles, or learning a new skill, can help maintain cognitive function in older women. Number five, it promotes a healthier lifestyle. Incorporating healthy habits such as drinking water, eating a nutritious breakfast, or taking morning walks. This can help maintain optimal health in older folks. And if you've listened to past episodes, you've already met my guests who have mastered creating unique morning routines of their own. I always ask them at the end of my episodes to describe their favorite books and if they have a morning routine. These guests, these women, have proven they can take the best and leave the rest and get themselves going with peaceful, grounding routines, just for themselves and not too elaborate. So here are the supportive morning routines we've learned from my guests to date. From Lisa Olson, MD, Episode 3. She's the obesity medicine specialist and weight loss coach. So Lisa created her own morning routine She created it over time. She was very intentional. She curated it. You know, she's a busy physician, and her days were not off to an easy start, especially when her kids were little. She was racing. She had a long commute. And by now, she has reclaimed her mornings over time. She gets up before her teens, gets her black coffee. She's peaceful. She loves to walk them to school if they'll still let her. (laughs) And now that they're less likely to do that, she makes sure they get to school. And then she takes a walk. And then she works. So that it starts slower. She treasures her morning walk with fresh air. She thinks that's far better than being on the treadmill at 6 p.m. She starts her day and she makes a food plan while she sips her coffee. But she's not perfectionist about it. She writes the food plan on the whiteboard to take the decision-making out of the moment. So it's planned for healthy eating. And her day starts out so peaceful. She doesn't have that all or none about the walk. You know, it's pretty cold and windy in Chicago although I've seen pictures of Lisa walking along the lakefront on a windy day. But she does commit to do at least 10 minutes. She also took up a hobby just for her, tango dancing. She said it really promotes mindfulness. You can't multitask. You have to be present in the moment and open to receiving some direction. So it's a new 
thing for her that happens. She enjoys it. It creates a sense of community. It's just for her. A routine from life and weight loss coach Jen Bird, who we spoke to in episode five, said, I am so about my coffee, the mugs I love. Her mornings are quiet. They're about her and her dog and her coffee. And that's where she does her best flow creative work. As for hobbies, she just loves club Pilates. I second that. Janine Durso, the belief coach from episode seven, made a lot of changes in her life due to really significant health threats. She gave up a very stressful corporate job. She started to learn about life coaching, thinking she would go back to her stressful job but be able to be more peaceful about it. And during that transition, she learned that that wasn't going to work. So she created something of her own, a new business. She knows that she has ADHD, of course, as many people does, and she works that into what works for her. She doesn't think of herself as a routine person. She loves having coffee time in the morning. Boy, this coffee thing's really coming on strong, isn't it? (laughs) But she has a ritual. She and her husband grind their own coffee, and they sit down to reconnect and talk. And then her other practice is that every day she can, when her daughter gets off the bus, she makes herself unavailable for anything else for at least 45 minutes. She prioritizes her health and her family, knowing what works for her, making it her own. Liz Carroll, the financial wellness coach from episode nine, meditates when she gets up. But she said, it's really short. You don't have to meditate a long time. And it's not elusive. Her meditation teacher told her, we don't meditate to get good at meditating. We meditate to get good at life. She said, I just talk to myself. I kind of program the thoughts I want to think for the day. She also knows that for women of a certain age, the sleep cycle can be challenging. She makes sure that her phone is not in the room, that it's not the first thing that she does in the morning. Then the most recent episode, we had Becky Blackburn Hyman, the Haas lady. That's episode 11. She's a natural and master home organizer. And she told us how she was determined to incorporate an early morning routine to better build her business. She, not too long ago, left her regular corporate job and she decided to start this business. She had seen so many coaches she admired doing so. And after several mornings, under the comfortable covers, she used a common sense approach. She moved her alarm clock across the room from the warm bed. Guess what? It's working. Not fun now a little bit more acceptable, and it's happening. She's getting up and doing what she intends, and she loves what she's doing. So the common element here, of course, is to make a miracle morning habit of your own. Sure, draw upon the books, the podcasts, the social posts about morning routines if you like, but trust yourself to find what works best. And surprisingly for me, I've just reset my own. Moving the journaling and planning to the end of my day works out better so that I can just focus on one thing in the morning, which is working out. That really helps ground me for the day, gets those endorphins going, and energizes me. I always feel so much better when I'm finished doing it. Before I close this episode with the story of a morning routine I just learned about and find so impressive and loving, I do want to give you a short list of the lighter side of early mornings from some celebrities you'll recognize. I looked them up and found out Kristen Bell likes to get up and work out in the morning, 
before my brain realizes what I'm doing. I just love that, and I get it, especially on Windy Chicago Days. Melissa McCarthy, we all love her, said, I always set my alarm for a morning workout, but when it goes off, I just hit snooze and dream about working out. Hey, guess what? That's okay. If you don't want to do this morning routine thing, you don't have to. Just be sure that whatever you do, it's not so rushed that you have not set your day up for the best day you can have. Savannah Guthrie, well, we all know she's getting up early from the Today Show, says there's something magical about getting up before the sun rises. And by magical, I mean awful. Then finally, from Carol Burnett, she often quotes this, even though it's attributable to Benjamin Franklin. I wake up every morning at nine and grab for the morning paper. Then I look at the obituary page. If my name is not on it, I get up. Hey, Carol, my little brother would get that. So finally, here's the morning routine I just learned about, but some of you may already follow. This is from Cedric Thompson, Jr., famous football player and now free safety for the Minnesota Vikings. So he's very social media savvy and is the dad of three girls. He posts on Instagram and YouTube and did a Facebook reel that I just saw. I was impressed. He's the dad of three girls, including an infant. He wakes purposefully at 5 a.m. and gives the baby a bath, yes, every morning. Then he makes breakfast and gets his other two young daughters up and ready for school, then gives them the homemade meal he has made. All this he does for his family, and especially his wife, so she can get the extra sleep that grounds her days. What is in it for him? Well, we all know he loves his family, obviously. But his why, he's documented on YouTube and calls it his documented journey of redefining my identity as a professional football player into the world of fatherhood. My entire life as a football player has shaped my view as a man, he writes. However, the morals and lessons I've acquired in football aren't always the best way to approach real life. Now I challenge what I've learned on the field against life's circumstances to learn new, profound life lessons. That's a lofty morning routine example. But it's cool to know that a morning routine designed by and for you can set up your days and your life so you can show up for yourself and for those who mean the most to you. 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. or later, especially on weekends, it's up to you. A remarkable gift to yourself. And here's an aside. If the idea of designing such a routine is just too much, but you're still interested to see what you can get out of one, just start with a small, tiny, or atomic habit, as James Clear calls it, and build upon it. Or you could start with the quicker, easier practice of gratitude. A lot of people do this, and it's easy. Just list three things per day in your life that you've noticed and appreciated. You'll be amazed where it can take you. To keep the transformational information coming each week, please follow Fire Up at 55 Plus wherever you download your podcasts. And if on Apple, share a review and a star-worthy rating. It's much appreciated. Hey, thanks for listening. To contact me directly, please reach out via email to hello at loriadamscoaching.com. And I invite you to take a look at my flaming hot webpage, 
fireup at 55plus.com. That's fireup, the word at 55plus.com. And until next week, make the most of your sizzling second act.